You are now listening to Teachable Moments with Deja Milan. Welcome back to Teachable Moments with Deja Milan, sponsored by the Adult Film Festival here in Las Vegas. Our next event is January 26th through the 28th at the Erotic Heritage Museum. And we are we have some amazing sponsors, Spunk Lube. I personally use this lube. It's the only lube that I will use. So I am giving you the... A-OK, go ahead, get yourself a bottle. You will thank me later, and you're welcome. Triple uh, X Mall Theaters, P90SX, that's P90SEXXX, and King's Adult Entertainment. We have an amazing lineup of stars for you. If you check out our Twitter or our Facebook, Adult Film Fest LV or AFFLV. And you can go to AFFLV.com. And we are in the process of creating an app to make everybody's life more simple. So today, I would like to introduce to you the infamous Devlin Weed. Hello. Hello, darling. How are you doing today? I am fabulous. Thank you so much for your time. I know how busy you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. My pleasure. Oh, so tell us a little about for the... Like, I, I cannot imagine that there's anybody who don't know who you are because I can't go to a grocery store or uh, anywhere with you without us being stopped and people telling you how amazing you are. But for the people who don't know who you are, give them a little bit of your background and like how long you've been in the industry and what you're known for and all that fun stuff. Uh, wow. Shit. Okay. Um, like you said, I'm Devin Wee. Hi, everybody. Nice to meet you. Nice to hear, for you to hear my voice. I can't hear you, motherfuckers. But okay. Uh, <laughs> my bad. I get nervous. Uh, <laughs> You're good. You're doing great. Something about me. Uh, I got into the industry, the adult industry, in 92. Okay. 1992. And um, I enjoyed it. It's, it's, it was really good the first time I started, uh, first time I did a scene. Which was what? Who did you work with, and what company were you working for? My very first, my very first scene, actually, me and my brother shot it with with uh, one of because I grew up with Easy, but one of his maids. Anyway, oh, okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> personal. Yeah, no, you and I know you and Easy go way back, way way back. You were very yeah, close true. friends, and you know when when he passed, I know that was very hard for you and. Didn't he give you one of his platinum records? Didn't I see that on your wall? Yeah, I have some stuff from Eric. I, I mean, I know all the NWA. I grew up in Compton, and me and him were friends before the music industry. So yeah, it was pretty cool. It was good. Cool. I miss him a lot. He was a good cat. A lot yeah. of people don't know that, but he was a really good dude. He gave to a lot of charities and everything like that. 
And you know what? That's the one thing I love about you. I've always, as long as I've known you in the two decades, is you're a genuine person. You are not somebody who, you know, puts on a fake smile and fronts for everybody. Like, you, you, you come as you are, and people either take you or they don't. But, you know. That's, that's how it's supposed to be. Excuse me. I didn't mean to cut you off. But, yeah, that's that's what it's about. You know, right. that's how I was raised, and that's where I come from. You know, right. I'm just a regular-ass cat, you know. And, you know, I think it has shown over the years, you know, with your fans and everything and has stuck with them because you are so down to earth and you are approachable when there's so many people who are not, you know, in this industry. I mean, I've even had people that in the industry that I've been friends with that I would run into at an industry party and I'd be like, hey, give me a hug. And they just sit there and look at me. And I was like, oh, no, bitch, I am not one of your fans. You get your ass over here. Yeah, and give me a fucking hug right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, yeah, that's the one thing that I've always respected about you is you've always kept it real and just been down to earth. And, you know, like me, you just feel like you have a job. You're not better than anybody else or doing anything any different. Everybody's just working trying to, you know, feed themselves. Hey, my shit stinks. <laughs> <laughs> my shit stinks. So right. I walk around and act like I'm somebody that I'm not. I'm just what God made me, you know, so fuck it. That's pretty much where I am. Right. Yeah, um, so I uh, met you um, with Tony Everetti and Portia back huh? in 1999. Back in the 1900s. Yeah. Yeah. 1900s. We met. Back the old days. Yes. It's a good day. And you were so hot to me. I wanted you so bad, but I had to suppress it because, unfortunately, at that time, I was married. But what I was it? That. I remember that. I wanted to hook up with oh. you, too, but you wouldn't give me none because you were married. <laughs> Two, three years later, though, uh, we did our first scene together for Metro. Yeah, I remember that. And you I, fucked I, the hell out of me. <laughs> And it was amazing. I just got like nut after nut after nut after nut. It was incredible. <laughs> you got good pussy. What it was, thank you. And remember the producer came in. He's like, I can hear you all the way down on Hollywood Boulevard. I was like, dude, that's not my fault. Like you put him with me, you know. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. I, I miss the old industry days. Yeah, me too. So much. You know, things are so different now. But you, my dear, went from talent to post-production. And your big thing was editing. And, like, how you're an amazing editor. I mean, I, I know we're friends outside of all of this. But I've told you before that your editing skills are fucking bar none for real. Yeah, Seriously. You're making me blush. <laughs> you're making me blush. And you... Have won how many Avian Awards for that? For um, editing? I've been nominated a couple of times. Hopefully this year I'll win something. I won a, um, Avian Awards for Best Director for Tales from the Dark Side. That was one of my first movies that I actually did on my own. Well, I did it with Dark Side. That's, that's my partner. Right. And um, that was in... Let me look over here and see what year that was. <laughs> let me look at my trophy case real quick. Hold on, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> That was 2007. That's okay. That's 2007. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's actually the year that I moved to L.A. to start my production company. When you and I had shot for um, Close Encounters of Deja's Kind. Yes, yes, yes. Which indeed. is actually up on my store on Minivids. Look for Deja Milan. It's a good, you better look for it because he was fucking. 
Yeah, we were. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the sex swing. We were on the. No, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I did too. Hell yeah. <laughs> Be yourself. It's all good. That's what we want to do. So, what projects are you like currently working on now? I'm working right now. I work so I work so fucking much. I very seldom leave the house now. I mean, pretty much. I just sit and I I edit for shit majority of the of the porn industry that's coming through here believe it or not and people wouldn't really know that because they don't i don't really get out of the house so anyone to see me to communicate with except for you occasionally (laughs) right right which i I want to say thank you because you are constantly checking up on me and the baby and you know i do appreciate the, the thought and you thinking of us like that Ah, you know, your family. What the hell? We of go course. way back. You know how we do. Yes. Uh, but back to it. Yeah, I work. I've done. I, I do work a lot of work for uh, Exquisite, Elegant Angel, uh, 90 Centers. I mean, all kind of shit. I mean, it's a number of things. I have a whole list that is it's a lot of editing, a lot of fucking work, which is cool, though, because, I mean, I didn't think after after a lot of people after the um, after the uh, industry. Sometimes it's hard for them to adapt and get into different uh, aspects. Yes, most definitely. So uh, for me, I was just lucky enough because when I first got in front of the camera, I thought editing was so cool because I like Dark Side and a lot of other companies would have these cool ass dissolves, which I knew nothing about. You know what I mean? And how they would make the footage look so good because I was there fucking. But damn, how did you make the intro and stuff like that? Right. Surely over the years. I just picked it up a little here, a little there, and just just sat down and slowly but surely I was adding my own creativity to what I learned from editing, and I'm here now. Yeah, I know, and it's amazing. Like, seriously, your editing skills, I, I have so much respect for people like you who do what you do because to me, as an executive producer, editing is so tedious, but I'm anal about how I want my stuff to look, right? Shut up. (laughs) I don't know how I want my stuff to look. So I will sit down and do pre-edits with my master editor, and then I'm like, okay, huh, that's all you now. You know, you know what I need. You know what I want. I've already fine-tooth comb picked through this, you know. So then I let them go do their thing, and then, you know, like you, they bring me back amazing content it's just i don't have the patience or the time that that is that speaks so much for your character right there just because of what is involved in editing yeah, it's just you know after a while it's like second nature just like fucking right just, <laughs> i prefer fucking than editing. <laughs> right I, I prefer that you know it's okay but the money's pretty good on this side but the pussy is you know it's kinda- yeah of course. It's kind of lonely occasionally. Right. And everybody else fucking you sitting here watching. This. I know, right? So let me ask you, because I'm sure our audience, audience wants to know, do you ever get turned on watching your scenes? My scenes? Well, your scenes or scenes that you are editing. Uh, no, nah, scenes that I'm editing, I, I mean, I can't even, I, I, it's, it's like putting, it's like putting a kid in a, in a closet with like, cigarette with a case of cigarettes and shit tell them to smoke them all so much porn i edit now it's just like i get tired of seeing it right you know yeah i, mean, I hate to say it it's not like no I'm that's under, no it's it. understandable because it's, it's a job no yeah it's a job yeah it's a job but at the same time 
I've 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 been I've done almost over two thousand scenes, you know. Right. And um, I hate to watch motherfuckers that it can't fuck right. It it does it don't they don't open up for the camera or you know oh, just little yeah. things that I know from from a talent point of view. Right. That I would do differently than and a cameraman. Yeah. Yeah, because you started as talent, and then you went to camera, and then you went yeah, to post. And I'm you know. yeah, the whole ins and out of this whole business. Basically. Right, you I'm know. the same way, and actually, I go one further with that. It's really hard to entertain me watching movies. I have to watch cartoons or comedies because I pick apart scripts. I pick apart. Yeah, exactly. I do the same fucking thing. Yeah, the talent. It's like really, you could have really made an impact with this movie this could have been amazing if you'd have done this or that different you know and i don't like to do that i sit back and say ah oh, did you see that fucked up cut like you see that and he just cupped it yeah i, I it, it kills right me. i prefer to watch cartoons also i love cartoons because right at least you know i don't have to critique it so much yeah <laughs> not like i'm an asshole or nothing no no i understand i do i understand so what was uh, going back to when you were shooting who were some of the, because you've worked with everybody, like literally, you know, who were some of the favorite, your favorite stars that you worked with, both male and female, you know, that you were on set with? Well, well, oh man, that's a hard question. I know, because <laughs> there's so many. Yeah, that's kind of a hard question. Um, of course me. Of course, I was your number one. Of course, you're number one on the list. You thought I was going to leave you out, bullshit. Of course, you. That's that's besides. That's just point blank. That's the way that fucking is. Right. Um, let me think. I have to go. Do I have to go back? Back? I mean, oh, it doesn't matter. I can go old school where I used to like working with Kira, uh, Golden Jade. She was cool. I don't know if you remember. I think she passed now. I'm not sure. Now I haven't huh. seen or heard from her. Last thing I heard, I heard she passed. Golden Jade. Um, uh, Suckable was okay. Um, uh, Did you ever work with Animal? I don't know. Probably, maybe I have. I just can't remember names. She unfortunately passed away mid-2000s out here in a, a traffic accident. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Loved her. She was such a sweetheart. And just recently, we lost Jocelyn Pink. Ouch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every year we lose industry people. And today and last night, we lost Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner, I know. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Man. I, I actually, yeah, I shed a few tears to him with, over that because him and Larry Flint are pioneers, you know, in our industry. And if it wasn't for them, they we would have never had the road paved that we do. We wouldn't have this conversation right now. Right. Pretty mm -hmm. much. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, kind of sad thing because I just when I heard it this morning, it kind of hurt my heart because, uh, like you said, he was a pioneer. He opened up the doors for all the adult industry that is as we have it now. Yes, and you know, all the stars. I mean, I don't know anybody who hasn't been to his mansion <laughs> or his I, big I, house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a sad thing, you know. But I mean, considering he lived a long life and oh yeah, very happy for the man. I mean, my yeah, God, he yeah. lived an enviable life by men and women. You should, you be know, happy, you know, right. Sure. Totally. I totally agree. So, you know, rest in peace to all of our industry, both past and present that, you know, are gone. 
But we have so many new, amazing talent, and it's interesting to see how the, you know, the different twists and turns that this industry has taken from the early 2000s when Internet killed the DVD. Yeah, but I remember when when DVD killed the VHS. Right. (laughs) And you know what's crazy? That's so funny that you and I are on VHS and DVD and online. I think that's amazing. (laughs) You know, we're like... We're like dinosaurs. <laughs> that's why I always say the late 1900s, because that's pretty much, you know, what we were and when we were. And you, have you seen the new virtual reality stuff? Um, no, I haven't, to be honest with you. It no. is incredible. If you make it out to this AVN, which, you know, I know you will, because you're coming to AFFLV, yes, but... Um, it it was amazing to me this year how just in a year's time the web chat girls the web girls have totally taken over the industry and taken it by storm and virtual reality was just you know just getting introduced this year at avn and i was at king's adult entertainment booth and they were across from one of the virtual reality thing. And he's like, hey, come here, Deja, come look at this. So when I put it on, they, they actually had the glasses. And then it was 360. So I actually got to turn around and see the entire room, see the scene. VR is amazing. Like, the, what, you know, what you're doing and stuff. Um, uh-huh. If you can learn to edit that and get that. I think they use Adobe. Like, Adobe has a really good... I have um, all of that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you I do. Have all the yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So um, that's like the new upcoming thing. So definitely, you know, look into getting into that because that is going to be huge here. And the girls, actually, the web girls, there were more web stars than there were porn stars at ABM this year. I was so surprised. But know what? The web stars now, I mean, the way the industry is going, it's it's just escalating to that's that's going to be the new thing, I suppose. I know. And the ironic, totally, I totally agree. And the ironic thing is, is that I started out doing web chat before I even did porn in 98, 99. So it's been around for decades. And it's just now the virtual reality, you know, aspect of it has just now finally kick-started you know them into a big phenomenon yeah yeah i can see that yeah it's really cool but yeah the virtual reality stuff is really cool if you get a chance to check it out or whatever you know i definitely would it's pretty amazing stuff like if i would start shooting for my company again i think that that's what i would end up doing is just getting the 360 cameras right and the way things are right now that's 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 a good thing to do because you know the future is always changing right. and so you got to change with the times or get left behind you know yes. so i agree with you on that yeah definitely really cool stuff um so i think that you know we discussed a little about your teachable moment and i think it's something that the fans definitely want to know and be interested in. and i think that your past experiences might actually help you know, other people, even not in the industry, you know, your advice is pretty invaluable on this topic. Well, it, it, well, it depends on, I mean, on life in general, you know, you try not to, you, you try to be a good person 
no matter what, what right. may, you know, you try to be the person that your parents raised you to be, you right. know, and sometimes people can use an excuse that they didn't have a good upbringing or something, but after a while, you end up being an adult and you can make decisions for yourself. Exactly, and, and you know, I'm glad you said that because there are so many people who refuse to take responsibility for their actions, and now I'm dealing with a whole new generation of millennials who... Um, just feel that they can do whatever with no repercussions, uh, no, you know, nothing comes back bad on them. It's everybody else's fault. And, you know, take responsibility for what you do. And, and you know what? Yes, like you said, a lot of people had bad upbringings. But at what point when you turn, after you turn 18, do you realize what's right and wrong? Exactly, exactly. See, that's where I'm at because I had a pretty... I mean, I had loving parents and everything. They got divorced when I was like eight, seven or eight years old. And I got to like, like, with, I got into shit. You know, I used to bang right. back before, you know. And um, after a while, you get tired enough to say, well, fuck, I don't want to do this shit no more. You know, I'm tired of going to jail or I'm tired of getting shot at. Yep. I've been shot, I've been stabbed, you know. I used to fight, my knuckles are raggedy. Right. And I'm like, I'm like what the fuck, man? What am I going to do? So... I'm going to tell you how I got into the industry. Um, my homeboy, Thomas, I can say his name. He locked up. Uh, Thomas Warren, he's doing, I, he got an L in, in wow. Texas. Mm -hmm. but, uh, he sent me to Oregon because this is when I was uh, selling pharmaceuticals, shall we say. Right. Back in the day. Right. Okay? And um, I was having a problem with, with one of my relationships. And my buddy... He wanted to go check out his mom, watch his mom's back, because she was doing things in Oregon. Excuse me, I don't know if I should say that. No, anyway, it's okay. <laughs> You're fine. Anyway, um, Eric, a body, a bodyguard for Eric, Animal. Animal used to bodyguard Eric. And me and him used to go on set sometime and talk. And I went to Oregon to watch my homeboys back. And um, I got a phone call from Animal saying that Ron Hightower wanted to meet me. And Ron Hightower, back in the day was like the guy right he, he was a fucking guy so um i was nervous like i flew down from oregon i put some money aside from what i was doing and flew down from oregon out here quick trip met ron hightower and uh first thing turned out pretty cool and he only paid me a hundred bucks wow a hundred bucks back then a hundred bucks but i was happy because i was getting some pussy and a check <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> right and you were breaking into the industry which yeah, you know is so hard for people to do i didn't think about it that way you right know? right right you're like you're, well, wait i'm getting paid to fuck this pretty girl right now like really exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, the fuck, man? okay well i could do this shit for real that's the case and you know and it just kind of took off from there and um yeah i it's funny how life treats you because you don't know what to expect and Things can be going real tough for you sometimes, and you know sometimes a little door opens or a window cracks, and and if you're smart, your eyes are open, and you jump you on that. If you pay attention, yes. and, and just you know sometimes it's best to get yourself out the way, and, right. and let and let the higher powers do what they're gonna do, and just be humble enough to accept it that you don't know every fucking thing, you know. So how was it as male talent having a personal relationship with somebody outside of the industry? Man, I'm still going through that fucking bullshit. Yeah. 
<laughs> Only by choice, baby. Only by choice. I know. I'm <laughs> I like to send myself through traps and through drama. <laughs> right, right. Self-saboteur over here. <laughs> Your life just isn't interesting enough, right? <laughs> you got to keep something going on, man, when you die. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, this kind of, that's, that right there is a good question because, I mean, depends on who, who you're dating and how, if they're open-minded or, or jealous or, you know, closed-minded individuals, you could be setting yourself up for, for some shit. Right. You know, because, like, like for me, I don't, I'm not putting my shit on blast or nothing, but. You run across people that that actually think that you're not okay with you being you, so they think they have to change you, right? Uh, or they don't agree with with what you're doing because they're not happy with it. You can be fine with it, right? You know what I mean, but 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 they seem it seems like they have some people have the thing where they have to change you, or you're not right, you're not perfect yet, and. As soon as I came, my mom was pussy. I was, I was the way I was supposed to be. Right, exactly. Excuse me, I didn't mean that. Sorry, ma. No. I'm bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's kind of different because the mindsets of the people, the person, the people that you get in relationships with. Now, if you can find someone that's on the same page that you're on, and actually, which is why a lot of talent date each other. You know, if you notice the industry people typically date industry people or other um, entertainers, be it music, mainstream, yeah. whatever, because they have that understanding. You know, like the, the ex-NBA player that I used to date, you know, he used to get cocky and get an ads. And he's like, when we first met, he was like, you know, you're not the only one, right? And he wasn't used to someone like me. So I turned to him and said, oh, that's good because you're not the only one either. Exactly. Bitch, I have fans too. Who the fuck are you talking to right now? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's, sometimes it's not even about the fucking fans. I mean, it's always about the fans, but I mean, as an individual. Yeah, we don't say, oh, yeah, I'm so amazing because I'm this person and that. And it, we have a job. You don't want anybody belittling you or, or talking down to you. Right. I don't give a fuck if you're famous or not. You, I mean, as a person. Right. You deserve to be treated fucking fairly. Right. And you know what I mean? In, in relationships, sometimes there's always a dominant one. It seems like they want to overtake the situation and make, you know, make you feel less than. Right. And there's no reason for it, you know? And so if people in relationships like that get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. I, take it from me. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Can y'all come help me? I'm already doomed. <laughs> That's too funny. But no, it's so true. You know, you have to have people who support you, what you do in a day, who believe in you, and who have the same passion that you do, standing right. behind you. You know, and if you're going to actually, because we are already, those of us in the industry, we're already very offstandish and very pushed back from society by choice you know and and not necessarily always by our choice sometimes we have to do that because of the feedback and the um the way that people who are outside of the industry treat us because they have these preconceived notions exactly about what you know how things should be or what it is we're actually doing and you know it's like when people are calling the girls whores i'm constantly on there or slut they'll say they're a slut or a whore and i'm like well last i checked whores don't pay taxes 
You know, we pay taxes. We're illegitimate, whether you people like it or not. We're a legitimate billion-dollar-a-year industry. You yeah. know, so your little closed, small-minded ideals of who we are and how we are, you know, and even when I did for the we for We TV, I did a segment for what was I forget the name of the show, but what they did was they came and followed me around, and they it was when I owned my balloon business, Miss Balloon, right? Because right. I'm a balloon decorator also, right. and so um. They came and, and watched me do a few deliveries and create some sculptures and they shot that. And then they shot me doing foot fetish stuff as a dom. So they showed like two different aspects of it. And then they interviewed my mom. And my mom actually broke down, or rest in peace, she's been gone for, you know, six years now. But um, they, my mom actually broke down because she, you know, she, they made her think beyond just her initial because uh, she really wasn't a huge fan of me dancing me doing the web stuff me doing porn but yeah, then of after right and then after we did this interview and she sat down it really made her think and she actually broke down and cried during the interview and she's like you know i just feel so bad that i had all these you know ideas in my head of what how things were and it's not like that at all she's like these women are mothers and their daughters and they're you know they're people they just have a job people are just trying to survive man. right you know, a lot of people are just trying to survive and they're doing the best they the best thing they can to survive right you know? so a lot of times people think they get on their fucking high horse and think they shit don't stink and want to be quick to judge but you know um Take a look in the fucking mirror, man, because I'm pretty sure a lot of motherfuckers that like to judge people, they got shit in their closet, too, you know, and they kind of sweep it up under the rug. They want to blame to push your blame on somebody else to keep their eyes off their motherfucking ass. Right. Right. You know I mean? Smoking mirrors. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Money shit. Yeah. Right. And thinking that, you know, people aren't going to realize that the right hand don't know what the left hand's the doing. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm very big about, you know, I, I say this all the time because people are so inhibited, yet we were born sexual beings. If we weren't, you know, we'd have had, our genitals wouldn't be sensitive, it would be our fingertips or our nose. Excuse me, if we weren't, the planet wouldn't be over fucking populated. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah, that too. Man, motherfuckers like to fuck. That's what that's what they do. Yeah. Closet, but they fuck, you know, man. So I have a question for you. Is it possible to be male talent in the industry and have a solid relationship with somebody? If this person, you know, whether they're in the industry or not, if they, you know, are on the same page as you. Yeah. I mean that's that's kind of a silly question because if you if you find the right person, I think if you find the right person and you're supposed to be with that person, you're going to be with that person no matter what the fuck your occupation is or whatever you're doing. If you guys are on the same page, it can last as long as you want it to last, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Me, myself, um, yeah, that's what I think. I'm not even going to put my two cents in. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't count because you're a glutton for punishment. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know I'm, uh, 
fucking sad. And I'm sorry, but I'm about to put you on front street and tell everybody how fucking cute you are. So the other night, <laughs> I get a call, and and you know this man is so busy, but he still takes a couple minutes in a day to think about me and my child and to see how we are. But you were so caught up in your thoughts, I guess, that I'm like, hello, and you're like, hi, and I'm like, how are you? And you're like, oh, I'm good. Okay, well, I'm working. I'm gonna go by. I was like, okay. So you literally just called me to tell me you're working. <laughs> No, <laughs> uh, what I just I know what I'm, <laughs> I'm I will never let you live that down. I'm so sorry. That was just so funny. But you know what? If the thing was, I'm telling you, I I, I, I was going to call you earlier than the day, right? And I forgot, and so I was I was sitting here sitting here working, and I said I better call Daisy because I'm on my mind. <laughs> so I called you just to hear your voice and make sure everything was okay. But I had to do realize. That's what I did. You know? <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize I did that shit. You know, I just called you. The whole me. conversation lasted like 15 seconds. <laughs> I hung up the phone. I looked. I was like, did he really just call me to tell me he was working and he'd call me back later? <laughs> Unbelievable. But no, you know what? I love you for that because thank you. Because nobody else calls me like that or thinks about us, you know, in, in that capacity. So I do appreciate you. I just think you're, that was super cute. Yeah, no, and the bad thing about it, fuck, I forgot to call you back. <laughs> I know. And then I text you. I was like, hey, I'm working. I'll call. I'll text you later. Yeah. And I was like, I was sitting there when I got the text. You, you text me like, I'm working. Uh, I'm texting you to let you know I'm working. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> why, why would she text me that shit? You know what I mean? You explained it to him. I was like, oh no, shit! I did call you. I'm working. I called you back. But but I understand how you feel now because when you did it to me. I was like, why in the fuck did you text me and say she's working? <laughs> Yeah, my bad. I didn't realize it. I, I didn't think. I didn't think about it that way. I it just. I wanted to call you and. and that's yeah, you had a one-track mind, and that happens, especially in editing, because it is you're all consumed in you know mentally. In my projects. In you know, what you're so doing, I'm just yeah. Really focus on it when I'm working, and and I really want to check on you. Right. You know, really, I really do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of fucked up on that one. No, no but, it's all good because it but, came but from a good place in your heart. Exactly. And and uh, I would accept that any day. I appreciate you so much for that. <laughs> and, you know, you and my son, you know, if we... You two are together more than you and I <laughs> when we come visit you. Oh, yeah. That's my man right there. <laughs> I man. know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. So thank you for being you. You're just amazing. So what projects are you working on right now? Is there anything that people should look for? Uh, right about now, I'm, I'm working on everybody else's crap. I mean, excuse me, everyone else's fine product. <laughs> right. I'm working on everyone's fine product that I'm lucky enough to have where I don't I don't really have time for myself at this moment. I'm right. going to set aside some time for myself. I've been trying to uh, get all my work done so I can take some time to come out with a new project. I have a couple of movies written down because I'd like to write. I like to direct and write stories still. But I, I just refuse to let anyone else shoot them. So eventually yeah. I have to take time to shoot them myself. I hear you. I but do. But I've been so busy that... Um, 
which is a good thing. It's a blessing because uh, I'd rather be busy than not busy. Right. You know, but yeah, especially I'll, in this not. day and in, in this industry, the way it is now, you know, I mean, it's like hit or miss. It's why I when you know, back years ago when I decided to start the film festival, you know, I didn't really want to reinvent the wheel. Everybody was producing. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Let me congratulate you on that. Thank you. Because you've done a great fucking job with that, you know? Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we've got... I mean, it's taken off well. I know, sure. yeah. We're in our third year. EVN has welcomed us to run it concurrently, you know, on January 26th through the 28th during their event. Um, yeah. They're from, like, 11 to 7 or 8. And my event is from 5 to 11. So people can literally like leave AVN and come over to us and keep the party going. And even better than that, we are offering activities that no other adult event is able to because we're at the Erotic Heritage Museum and that is the fans can come with meet their favorite stars and take they come on an actual set that I create. And Ooh. yeah, and they take nude and topless pics with their favorite stars. We got a green room back there? <laughs> I'm going to have to get one. <laughs> but no, it's incredible. And, you know, this year we did the, the event in March, and that was, like, one of the best uh, well-responded-to activities, as well as our seminars. You know, Marcus Linden did his... Uh, squirting or master class on squirting orgasms. Right. Um, Dr. Marky Twist came in and did her seminar with her partner. It was for couples only. Uh, a couple single guys tried to get in, but even I couldn't have gone in because I wasn't with anybody. But it was for couples you to do me. tantra. You should have called me. I yeah. would have came with you. Yeah, I had to work anyways, but I, I would have loved to have sit in on her. I'm listening. Thing. I would have came. With I know, you. I know, I know. And I appreciate that. But we always have this year because she is coming back. And Marcus is coming back again to do his. And we're doing, I'm doing actually this year what's called seat and greet for the industry where um, everybody gets you know, 30 seconds at the podium to say who they are and what they do. And anybody who wants to do business with them raises their hand and then they can get a business card from them. Okay. So it's like a, a quickie, yeah. you know, networking. Yeah. yeah. Quickie networking event. And then we've got, and then I'm also, um, I'm going to be live streaming the event throughout the event. And I'm sure the other talent will too. And um, we're making all the films that are submitted that are accepted into our queue will actually be available online during the film festival for people worldwide to view. So that's another, yeah, thing that I've added too. And we just got so many amazing things. I'm so excited. In fact, I'm, I'm getting ready to hire an assistant because I'm going to be, you know, spread too many different ways. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we have a booth at AVN as well in the joint booth 1101 so it's going to be a busy and then we have a whole lineup of stars that will be you know signing from our avn booth that will also be appearing do featured star appearances at the film festival and then you have um on friday night savannah styles and lexington steel you know lex is right, our right. boy um yeah. They're doing the after party, and they're bringing, like, an all-star lineup with them. And then Shawn Michaels is actually resurrecting his Erotic Nights Ball Saturday. It's going to be a formal event after the Avian Awards. Yes. So it's going to be 
amazing i'm really excited you know for everybody and it's kind of sad how some of these events you know i would never speak ill of any event regardless of what my opinion of them are as talent that has worked with them over the years but it's the shift has kind of um the shift on their end has kind of been good for me because it's pushed everybody to the adult film festival because you know everybody's so focused right now on the vr and the web stuff that right. all of us porn people are just kind of in limbo and they gotta, gotta do something you yeah lost, so you know? you know we're coming in timing is definitely everything like sean says and you know i just think that we're coming in right at the right time. We're right where we're meant to be. And, you know, for everybody who, and my event is affordable. I mean, my tickets are like $30, $35 for each event. You know, I mean, I want people. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Not for everything that you get. You know, you get to participate and purchase tickets for the the pictures. You get to view the films that are being screened in the theater you get to go to the seminars you get to mingle and mix with the porn stars and the companies and the museum has given everybody free entry to all of their exhibits that's a twenty-five thousand square foot facility shit that's a great that's a great deal for that's a bucks, 40 man. that's Good a 40 dollar value in itself just doing the museum so they get that plus everything else. It's just, it's like, why would you not want to? And you know me, I'm all about education. That's why this whole thing is called Teachable Moments with Deja Milan, you know, mm -hmm. because I'm all about educating people. And it's just such an amazing platform. And to have, you know, Dr. Victoria and Jessica Harris and the people at the museum who are totally behind us, you know, in this. And I've known Dr. Victoria for decades. I used to shoot when she used to shoot Necrobabes. I used to uh, work for her. So, right. um, you know, and that's why I tell people constantly, you will always hear me say, do not burn bridges in this industry because you never know when 10, 20 years later, those people can help you or be, you know. First enemy. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, it's all in how you, you do it. And, that, and that's back to what I say, you treat people the way you want to be treated. You know? Right. Right. Use your fucking head, man. Because sometimes you can make a mistake and it'll haunt you forever. So they'll be able to see you at the film festival, right? You're going to come by and say hi to everybody? Yeah, I guess I'll let people take a look at the old man. <laughs> the old sexy man. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Not this year. Awesome. I mean, I'll put my work aside and come and visit my family and check on my boy and have a good cool. time at your event. Wonderful. Adult Film Festival. I, I like know. It. Yeah. Yay. And I'm actually in the process right now. I'm building my own app, my mobile, a mobile app. Okay. Yeah. So that's a little challenging because I'm not a computer like, you know, tech person. But fortunately, it's pretty much um, they walk you through it. There's a few things that I have to figure out, but I'm about probably three fourths of the way done with it. I just want to tweak a few things and, you know, need to check and make sure that everything is working, you know, on the user end. Well, let me know if you need any help with anything. You know that. Okay. Yeah, cool. Thank you. And, you know, thank you for your time. I don't want to keep you all day. I do appreciate. Yes, you do. <laughs> well, that's that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
but yeah I do appreciate your time and again you guys this was Devlin Weed um, <sighs> not much more I can say your name proceeds itself uh, I'm a legend in my own mind mm -hmm. and everybody else's <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I can't go nowhere with you. That's why I tell everybody I can't go nowhere with this man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you guys think that the female talent is who get no? The male talent gets just as much adoration and respect as you know we do. And yeah. you I'm know, sorry. I'm cut you off. No, yeah. you're fine. You know, you you've put in the work, and it's definitely well deserved. You're very down to earth sweetheart but we won't tell nobody oh I can't tell nobody I'm happy to kill them <laughs> <laughs> okay my dear you have a great day and thank you so much we'll see okay. you at the adult uh, film festival at the end of January yes we will sweet sweet dreams good mm. kisses all that good stuff bye 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 the king of cool, but I'm cool, I got rules. Shimmy to the left, shimmy to the right. Have a little fun with Jimmy tonight. I'll push you to your edge, make you feel alive. Let's give them all a run run for their money. Do so all that. Thank you for listening. We hope you learned something from this teachable moment. Join us next week for more moments like this.